Welcome to this, the 14th in a rambling series, Talking Terminal. Today, a singular interview with a neighbour and good friend, Elaine, about diving. We recorded this in my back garden so you can hear extraneous noises from the park as well as her husband, Nick, whistling to distract. Anyway, I hope it's a fascinating interview. I found it a really good one to listen to. So let's start. Let's start from the beginning. From you the are beginning. Di- you are divers. Week? We're divers. We're scuba divers. Scuba divers, the ones with the British tank on the back. Scuba divers. Yes. Pucker. Yes, pucker scuba divers. And you haven't dived for ages? Uh, so the last time we dived was... Is that Nick causing trouble? Yes. <laughs> the last time... So anybody interested, <laughs> Nick is Elaine's husband and he's whistling out the window two doors down. Bad man. Very bad man. He was also poking his tongue out at me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. So, so we haven't dived uh, since about last September. Right. Uh, a few people have been away since then, but um, pretty much since last October, November, the club as a whole just because the been season to do comes to an end. The season it? comes to an end. Yes, unless people are going abroad, um, we generally start up round about Easter. But so that, we that had wasn't a full program of you know every other weekend trips that were going to go all sorts of lovely places. But that all come to a halt. All came to a complete halt. I had a wonderful trip planned, organised to go to Pembrokeshire on the VE Day weekend, uh, which was going to be great, four days with a boat that we were chartering and everything, and it just all had to cancel out. Yeah, so it's been a bit miserable. But we are slowly opening up again. Did you get insurance back on it? I'm just thinking of my daughter and the wedding. Um, That's the link. Not necessarily. So the Pembrokeshire one, we got one of the... we tend to do self-catering stuff when we can right so we got one of the houses i'd booked back but the other one not and things like that so, miserable miserable yeah. lot. and we had a trip to the sillies planned oh, in june i fancy the sillies. two weeks it's beautiful out there i really do uh, so all that had to be cast. so of course the biggest problem has been that if you remember those innocent heady days back when all this started when I we do. all assumed it might go on for a month Indeed. Maybe two, you know. And we kept saying, well, as we get to each trip, then we'll call it off. But you, you got to the point where you thought, nah, Stop this just it. isn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, Plymouth opened up. Well, eventually the government said that people could go out on boats in mixed groups, officially. Okay. Because sometimes we hire charter boats sort of thing, that proper dive boats, and they take us. So they were... Actually, it all got very confusing because they were allowed to take us. So somebody booked a trip just like for a day down to Dover just to see how it would work. They could right. only take six people where they would normally take 12, and they had to have various measures in place and then about a week later in its inimitable fashion the government decided that it wouldn't allow them can't keep up with them bless them and then another couple of weeks later the british subacqua club had beaten them all up at the government and said come on this is ridiculous and so they opened and then we started saying yes but we do most of our diving off our own boat we would normally have eight to ten people sitting on there of all sorts of mixed households obviously how can we do that so we had guidelines from the British Tobacco Club. Again, safety measures. How do you actually operate as 
you know, if you and I were diving together, we'd have to keep ourselves distant for most of the time. Once Un- the until I'm drowning. And then until you're, you're drowning, down. at which point I would oh. say... Oh, they did have this lovely bit in the guidelines that said, if the person is actually in danger, you, you can, can just go and rescue them. I normally but... bounce up to the surface. That's <laughs> what happens to me. So, yeah, they gave us guidelines and everything, and we thought it through, and we worked out that for this weekend, we would start trying it where, with our big boat, which is like seven metres long... <sighs> We could have somebody driving it and then two divers each side. If obviously they were each, if they were couples, they could sit close together. But if they were single people, they would could position themselves far enough apart. And did you all go in the same van? No, 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 no. So Nick and I are greatly in demand because we are a couple who can drive a van, tow the boat and drive the boat when we get down. And the van has all the kit in, I've seen it. And the van has all the kit in. It's so gorgeous. Put their kit in the van, and then we drove it down and towed the yellow the, boat. The boat, down to fantastic. Which I'm looking forward to going on the Thames on. Yes. When next <laughs> he, time it's happening, he London, says, "I'll take you." How rude of me! I cannot believe I said that, but I got a, <laughs> no, we a terrible urge. <laughs> so you drove down. What was the traffic like? Because it's a schlap. Well, of course, it was a Thursday, so not too bad. It was well. We left Thurrock Boatyard with the boat at eleven, and within fifteen minutes, we we're caught up in a tailback on the M25 because there'd been an accident. So we spent an hour going nowhere, and then, but once that was over, it was all okay. It was fine. Good, 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 good. And you got there? We got there, and we had to take the boat into a boatyard because it was going to get checked over. And we then, that's why we went on Thursday, and then we spent Friday enjoying ourselves, going for lovely walks, sussing things out. Gorgeous. Sorting things out. And Plymouth was quiet or busy? didn't go into Plymouth proper so where we stay is a place called Who which is kind of on the outskirts of Plymouth right by the water there was plenty of people around great but not too bad I would say I don't think it's a massive tourist place you know so you'll get locals obviously were out with their kids swimming in the water playing around the rocks sailing boats doing the things driving jet skis which are my bane of my life I hate the damn things you know but and then everybody else survived. Were you all staying in one socially distanced guest so house? So we had three couples and a single person had each got rooms in this place that was ideal because it was like a bed and breakfast but without the breakfast. So we had none of those worries. The rooms all had microwaves, toasters, uh, some cut room bowls Ooh. and just geared up for you to protect your own stuff and make your own breakfast. Fantastic. So that was perfect. And then a couple of other people had to stay somewhere else in town. And then you dived? Yeah. So we. Because I'm assuming you're basing this on tides and the water. And... Yes. So quite a lot of our diving around the UK is based on tides. We're always looking for a mysterious thing called slack. Okay. And which slack is, is? Slack is when all the tide stops rushing one way and stops for a bit before it starts rushing the the other other way. way. And because of the amazing sort of um, science behind these things, we can find out data which tells us when high and low water is and when slack is for years to come everywhere around the UK. And so as a result of that, the water's not moving too much, I'm assuming. That's what's slack. That's the ideal. Unless we want to do a drift dive, in which case we want the water to be moving. So that you don't have to work too so hard. So we don't to have to work too hard. But the good thing about Plymouth Goodness. is that there are various places we can dive there where slack isn't important because it doesn't really get these particular spots 
just don't get caught in the tide because of the configuration of the coach. Do you want another drop of tea? Yeah, I'd love another drop of tea. Thank you. It's turning out all right, the tea. Yeah, it's all right. I was going to bellow at a guy who was having a pee in the park, but I decided it would spoil the podcast. Oh, you can see through to them. Oh, yes, oh, and I can okay. see we when they come in, yeah. We can't see. We can and I go, I go, excuse me, it's not a lavatory. <laughs> I'm dreadful. Well, talking of which, yes. so where we were based for our trip, we always go to this particular place. It's called the Mountbatten Centre, which was built as a kind of kids' water sports place. And they teach kids to kayak and sail and things like that there. And it's got rooms and it's got shared bathrooms and stuff. Because of the situation, that was actually shut. But they have a pontoon where we can keep the boat. Fantastic. But all the facilities were shut, which meant there were no loos. No bar, no lunch. Shouldn't make any difference if you're diving, should it? It does because we wear dry suits. Do you? So uh, we don't do okay. the traditional thing of I peeing do, in I our wetsuits. I do apologise. Having fact, dived a lot of peeing. <laughs> Sorry. I can I'll cut that, that out now. Well, if you want to, but Nick and I stopped peeing in our wetsuits about... 15 years ago when we were in Gozo and we'd left them to dry on top of a jeep and gone off to get some lunch and when we came back we were complaining about how dreadful the area smelt and And then we realised it was our wetsuit (laughs) and at that point we've never done it again no more good lesson but we're in dry suits so you can't do that so we just have to pee off the back of the boat so what did you see when you were diving what did you do Uh, because you do wrecks don't you yeah there's wrecks there's a very famous wreck off Plymouth called the James Egan Lane which was a liberty ship in the war it got torpedoed and then it was being towed somewhere and then it sank in this sheltered bay right but it's the most amazingly atmospheric dive because what's left are the ribs of the hold and a lot of stuff that they were transporting which was stuff for the forces so there's tyres and bits of jeep and bits of engine and stuff all kind of Close up with you know life and yeah. stuff and then you've got these beautiful ribs so you're effectively swimming through the hold but it's kind of open but every now and then you have to just go between a few ribs to into the next hole. I get frightened at that point. No no it's, it's totally open so it's like being in a kind of small cathedral and the light comes through the ribs and you get a lot of fish so you get colourful shoals fish. of polyp, uh, some are colourful Cucuras, a bright orange and blue. I'm having a lot of trouble with the birds, never mind fish. Uh, <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble identifying the birds on the feeder. And now you've introduced me to a, something I've never Believe heard of that me, sounds like again, a bird. I know nothing about them. My logbook used to just be full of comments about saw a large shoal of silver fish. That's the way I describe it. Yeah. So How you, lovely. But it was beautiful. How many days did you manage to do? We did Saturday and Sunday, and then the rest of the group were staying for a very special event, which was to go snorkelling with blue sharks. Oh, one that you didn't... Nick and I decided we're not that... That sounds awful. Dun, dun we're shark. very interested in dun blue sharks, sharks but <laughs> seen to them. go out on a small boat... Seen them, bitten them, yeah, it's enough. Yeah, we've seen lots of sharks. Thank you so much for doing this. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? And such a rich variety of aspects of doing something admittedly complicated but something that should have been simple in days gone by but is now very complex indeed that's all for this particular episode there'll be another one very soon with some pictures from both israel and from glasgow i do hope you enjoyed today i hope you've slept well and look forward to you engaging in episode 15